Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton, a.k.a. Money Compton. This podcast is available on all platforms, wherever you're getting your podcast from. Make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Coming up on today's show, which is probably our season finale. Yeah, we've been riding high and long this season between NBA and NFL, but it is time for me to go on ahead and uh, utilize my PTO. So uh, it's definitely going to be the last show. I probably might hop in and out. Uh... Throughout the summer, but your boy got some summer vacations already planned, lined up, ready to go. So we are going to talk about the Nuggets, and let's cool off on this whole Nuggets dynasty talk. Um, We're definitely going to talk about the NBA coaching vacancies finally getting filled up and how I feel like they got each and every single hire done correctly. Saints fans, y'all mad already? The season ain't begun yet? Uh, Huh? What? And then before we get up out of here, we're definitely going to talk about the dummy of the day. But first things first, I yesterday was scrolling around social media and i saw i guess floyd mayweather went viral all of a sudden because he's out here having these world star hip-hop-esque um exhibition fights and i guess he was fighting john Gotti the third in a fight and i guess things got out of hand and next thing you know they went from exhibitions boxing match to a actual world star hip-hop boxing match i'm trying to figure out do you, who, who watches the floyd mayweather exhibitions because one, that's usually a sign that my man is really going broke. Um, and two, who's ordering them? Because I think the last one I saw, or the last one I think he charged, which was the Logan Paul or whatever them stupid Paul boys, them brothers are, I think the the, the, the price was either 75 or, or, or a C-note. So y'all really still paying that type of money to go watch Floyd Mayweather in exhibitions? Email the show. But I saw that and I was just like, Floyd, you 46, you out here walking out to the ring with your grandson and all this other good jazz, but... Why are you doing this? Like, come on, man. We, we want to see Earl Spence against Terrence Crawford. Like, we, we don't, you need to come up out the paint. It's time for Floyd Mayweather to get out the paint. So, I, I saw that and I was just like, man, that's that's a little weird. But anyways, the Denver Nuggets yesterday beat the Miami Heat in a five-game series. I said it was going to be six, but after, I honestly thought it was going to be five or actually a four four-game sweep. But it did it in the gentleman's sweep and... Yes, Nikola Jokic is good. Yes, Jamal Murray is good. Yes, Michael Porter Jr. is a good third option. They had a plethora of great role players. Bruce Brown, that Christian Braun guy. Um, Even Jeff Green was able to come in and get some good burn. Hell, even DeAndre Jordan yesterday had a pivotal block in the game, which, LOL, who would have thought he would be the first one to get a championship ring over Blake Griffin or Chris Paul, but here we are. But if y'all been listening to the show all season long, I've been high on the Nuggets all year long. I kept saying throughout, I don't know, December to February that the Nuggets had taken a U-turn and they were coming out that U-turn and they were going to make some noise. But hey, what do I know? Just a guy that does these podcasts. And as long as my name ain't Stephen A. Smith or Callan Cowturd or Skip Bayless or anything like that, y'all probably not going to show you, you know, if it don't come from one of them, then it just don't make no sense. Okay, but I've been saying this all season long, so I am going to stun on my on, on me real quick and say, hey, I knew what I was talking about. I've been doing this for a lot longer than a lot of y'all think, and I know I know talent when I see talent, man. So the Denver Nuggets, yes, they did everything they were supposed to do. That Miami Heat team, I mean, Grant and Bam out of bio balled out this 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 final series. Like he he did everything he could. 
The thing about him trying to guard Nikola Jokic is that he wasn't going to stop him. His best bet was just to try to slow him down because you're not going to stop that dude. The best thing you could do and hope for is for him to slow down, him to get into foul trouble, which he did yesterday in the first half. And still just hope that, you know, that they're not going to be able to hit shots, with they, which they didn't. They didn't make free throws yesterday. I think they were only 17% from threes. They were under 60% from free throws. And I think they were under 47% from the field overall. Those numbers alone should tell you that you should be able to beat a team. And they scored under 100 points. Those numbers alone should say that, hey, the Miami Heat should have won that game. However, the others for the Miami Heat, like granted, Jimmy Butler really didn't get cooking until under six minutes in the fourth quarter. Bam Adebayo was balling out in the first quarter, but he kind of phased out at towards the end of the game. But Max Struess was lemon booty. Um, Caleb Martin really was non-existent this entire uh, series. It's the same thing with... Uh, my man from Stockton, uh, Gabe Vincent, he was non-existent. One thing that I did question, I was like, well, if everyone's saying that Tyler Hero is available to play <clears throat> and you need some shooting, why the hell didn't you put him in? That didn't make any sense. Like, what, what was the point of making him available if you had no intentions on putting him in the game? Um, he had a glorified DMP, which was a head scratcher to me. Um, like, just go out there and see what you can get from homie because... Them other dudes wasn't giving you nothing. I mean, putting them in the game ain't going to set you back that much further. But I th that's the only th part that I kind of questioned Eric Spolstra was um, they, they out here not going to play Tyler Hero. That was weird. But the Miami Heat had a great postseason run. Like, there's nothing to take away. They beat the overall number one seed in a gentleman's sweep 4-1 against the Bucks. They pretty much mollywopped the New York Knicks in a 4-2 series. And then they took Boston. You know, they did what they needed to do with Boston. So you're telling me that you beat the overall Number one seed, the two seed, and then a great New York or a, a good New York Knicks team. I mean, they have nothing to, 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 you know, be ashamed about. Now, what the Miami Heat need to do, they're going to need another, they're going to need a third star. And as much as we like to give Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets his, his, his roses and everything else, he didn't have his best series when they needed him the most. And I tend to think that he's a great, player but i don't know how where do i put him as far as is he a top 25 player probably he's he's definitely top 25 but i think that if you're going to get him as your top 25 player and your secondary player is bam out of bio who's probably top 30 probably the top 30 i think 30 is a respectable number for him you're going to need a guy like a Bradley Beal. You're going to need a guy like a Dame Lillard, which if I'm the Heat, I'm very, I'm taking some real hard looks at both of those dudes to see what the Wizards and the Blazers are going to do this offseason. Um, you can also probably take a look to see what Chris Middleton's going to do, um, whether he's going to stay in uh, Milwaukee or not. You're also going to need to see what you can do with possibly looking at a DeMar DeRozan or a Zach Levine because you're going to need a little, you're going to need another weapon on the wing. In, in this in this style of the NBA and right now the Miami Heat just ain't got that really third option second you know two-way or the two-way or number three option right now for that team and the 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 key deciding factor really was I want to say Michael Porter but Michael Porter didn't shoot the ball well but he played very very well Aaron Gordon game four had a, a dynamite game so the others for the Heat, yeah, you got Bam. Yeah, you got Jimmy. I don't know if Kevin Love stays. I would keep him. Um, you got Tyler Hero. The others weren't as impactful 
compared to maybe like what the Nuggets had. The Nuggets were just deep this year. They had, I mean, hell, Reggie Jackson was getting no burn. And he, you know, think about where he was earlier this season where he was practically a starting guard for the Los Angeles Clippers. So I think the Miami Heat are going to have to bolster up the bench. It's, it's not a secret. They're going to have to tighten that up. And they're probably going to need another perennial all-star type of dude. I don't know if you want to spend 300, you know, 300 some million dollars on uh, Jalen, uh, 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 what's my man name? Jalen Brown um, from Boston. Maybe you can, I don't see them trading within the division or within their same conference, but that's things you need to look at. Maybe look Carl Anthony Towns. May, you know, there, there's different options that you can go get. But the, what they got right now with the way Boston's looking, the way I would say Cleveland, Milwaukee, Philly, like they're going to have to tighten up, which when I'm saying all those teams out loud and I'm very, very hesitant to name all those teams, I'm like, well, I mean, Miami did just beat them. However, none of them teams really won the NBA championship outside of Milwaukee, which we'll talk about that later on in a, in a few seconds. But transitioning over to the Nuggets. Nuggets, yes, I've been high on them all season long. I told y'all they was going to win. And look at your boy. Your boy was right. Now, what I will say this, everyone's out here already talking about the Nuggets is going to be the next dynasty. Like, everybody needs to just shut the hell up about dynasty talk, okay? Let's just enjoy the moment for what it was, okay? The Nuggets did they thug dizzle. Let them enjoy the little parade on Thursday, I think is when it is. And then I know that now we are really essentially coming to the end of the sports year because, I mean, baseball, LOL, is coming up and ain't nobody really going to be watching stuff. So, with that being said, everybody just needs to shut up about dynasty talk. Oh, the, all their players are under the age of 28. So what? Okay. The Milwaukee Bucks just won a championship in 2021, and they ain't even made it out the second round since then. Okay. Let's just chill out. And they were talking about how Milwaukee Bucks is going to sit here and just steamroll through everybody, and they were going to be the next dynasty for all these umpteenth years coming up. And they done sat there and fired their coach. They got a whole bunch of questions that they got to answer. Everybody just relax. Okay. Just chill out. Enjoy that the Denver Nuggets just won their first championship in over 40-some-odd years ever in their existence. And let's just talk about how well Nikola Jokic played. And then one thing we can talk, start talking about is we got to start opening the door for Nikola Jokic to be in the same rooms with the Hakeem Olajuwon, David Robbins, Shaquille O'Neal, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Bill, uh, Bill Russell. Like He's opening the door, and they're all sitting in there, and they're looking at him. He probably needs to get maybe another MVP or another ring before they say, hey, man, you can put two feet in this room. But the door is open for him to come in. He got an invite. He got an invite. And it's just up for him to hit, hit accept or decline. When I say accept, he's going to have to do a, add a couple of more trophies in his trophy room and a couple of more records in his resume before they they, they don't flame out on him and, uh, and stand him up. So the ball is in his court to become an all-time great. Like the writing, the, everything is right there <clears throat> for him to – be considered an all-time great center. Where do I have him right now? There's no way I'm going to put him up in front of Shaq. Shaq's got four rings. A couple of MV, one MVP for sure. I think he had two. Three finals MVPs. And he's top ten in scoring. Not putting him. So there's that. Hakeem. Hakeem got a couple of defensive player of the years. He's got an MVP. He's got two finals MVPs. He's got two rings. Hmm. Kareem, I mean, I always got Kareem as my second greatest basketball player of all time, so enough said, call Ed on that one. David Robinson's got two, I think a league MVP, another defensive player of the year. So if you're looking at Nikola Jokic's resume, and I just lined up all of those other dudes, everyone else in that room has at least more than one championship. 
And so for me, Nikola's got to get at least one more championship for me to be like, oh, okay, cool. He's all the way in there. So Denver, yes, they are great. Do they have a chance to run it back again next year? Absolutely, they can run it back. Um, but the West ain't no cakewalk. Like, you still got to deal with the Suns barring whatever they want to do. They still got KD. You still got to worry about um, the Warriors, the Lakers, the Kings. I don't think the Grizzle will be any good next year just based off the fact that Clarence from 8 Mile is probably going to be serving a 41-game suspension at a minimum. So they won't be competing next year. Um, ain't, no telling what, ain't, ain't no telling what the Timberwolves are going to do. Um, ain't no telling what the Clippers are going to do. Ain't no telling what the Kings will be doing next year. So the West is thick. It ain't might not be as super thick as it once was, but, you know, as long as teams ain't punting away games. Oh, New Orleans, depending on what. Oh, well, I want to say New Orleans because Zion Williamson, he out here totting and bopping. So let me let me not say anything about the New Orleans Pelicans right now. Um, but they, they do have a chance of running it back. And for me, I'm not thinking about Dynasty right now. Let's just see if they can go and win another one. OK, let's just do that. All right. So, shout out to the Denver Nuggets for making it happen. They did it. Miami Heat, I mean, they done been to the finals two out of the last three or four years. So, they'll be back. I got huge faith in them. Now, the NBA has finally filled up all their coaching vacancies. I believe Toronto was the last one that didn't have a hire. I forgot who they ended up getting. I think it was an assistant from, I want to say Memphis or, I don't know. They got an assistant. And be that as it may, I don't know this dude's name. I feel like the NBA got it right this year as far as the coaching vacancies. I think Monty Williams wouldn't necessarily say he got a raw deal. Uh, Matt Ishbia, the owner of the Suns, uh, he's a he's a win now. He's a basketball guy to do play. He won a national championship as a college basketball player, so the dude knows what he's talking about. Um, so he's a new owner, kind of wants to bring his own people in. Not mad at that. So, but Monty Williams just got cashed out. I think he make, he's making like almost eighty million dollars as a coach, which is freaking unheard of so you can't out here talking about how these players are getting all this guap because now monty williams is by far the highest paid nba coach in the game got monty williams nick nurse got a job i believe it's with the i think he ended up going to the no it's not the suns because the suns got frank Vogel. anyways nick nurse got a new job um i think it was with the sixers i think that's what it was um but needless to say I'm, I I'm glad to see that a majority of the new hires were new hires. Um, here's my thing, especially with NBA coaches. What you see is what you get, dog. So, <clears throat> granted, Mike Budenholzer's trash self won a championship in 2021. I mean, you can look at his record and tell you he ain't that good of a coach. He won that good over in Atlanta. And before he kind of low-key fell into that ring in 2021, he won that good in Milwaukee either. Coach Glenn Rivers, he ain't got no job. And I think the I think the consensus around the league is he's probably I mean he might sit out one more year, but I don't think anybody really gonna touch him after after another debacle. He hasn't been to the he hasn't been to a conference finals in over ten years. He hasn't won a championship in almost fifteen. So I mean what you see is what you get with homie. He's given up the most three one leads as well. So give these new dudes some chances before y'all wanna start just running these old old geezers back and running them days down to the ground. There's no reason to do all of that. Um, so I was really, really happy to see that the NBA coaching vacancies have gotten a lot better. Um, Frank Vogel was an interesting hire with the Suns, but we'll see how that plays out. Um, Monty Williams, like I said, I didn't think he got a raw deal, but I'm also glad that he got a bigger deal. 
Um, and, you know, with the Sun or the Pistons giving him that much money around, I think, $78 million for six or seven years, that means the Pistons are in it with the long, they're in it for the long haul, which if you look at the talent that the Pistons have as far as Caleb Cunningham, the number one overall draft pick, not last year, but the year before last, so the 2022 draft, they got Jaden Ivey, the kid from Purdue, and I think they have the number four overall pick this year. So they, and then they got James Wiseman as well over there. So he's got he's going to have time to groom those dudes and and see what they can do with those players um, with the Pistons. So Monty Williams is in a great position where, you know, they're not going to expect him. They're not going to expect him to win, you know, 35, 40 games in the first couple of years. I think you know he's he's got he's got a long he's got a long term game for him to to try to exceed tonight. So we'll see with that. But really, really happy to see the new 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 guys get some run like let's get some of these guys in here and give them a chance because these same people that keep getting the job you know it's like putting on a, you know it's like putting on new clothes but you ain't took no shower you know you put on all the new strip that you want to but if you still stink you still stink dog so um really really happy to see that now i got i got somebody to send me a text message earlier today and uh and I've heard this, I've, heard, I've been hearing a little chatter about this, not outside just this one text message, but I've been hearing more people that I know, you know, start chirping around about Derek Carr in, in the New Orleans Saints situation. And I was just like, y'all mad already? What y'all mad for? And I started to think about it. And I was like, well, I mean, as a Raider fan, I wish we had him over Jimmy Garoppolo at this point because we don't even know if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be playing. Um, and we all know that Derek Carr Loki got ran up out of town. And I mean, granted, do I think Derek Carr would have got us a Super Bowl? No, but I also think he gets us closer to a Super Bowl than Jimmy Garoppolo does. And for all you Jimmy Garoppolo lovers, take it easy, okay? Take it easy. He ain't you ain't never seen that man give say, hey, here's the football. We need you to go win us a game. Man, it's never happened, okay? Let's just, just stop. Now, as far as Derek Carr goes, I mean, do I think he's a top? 10 quarterback no but if you're telling me i got either jimmy garoppolo andy dalton Jameis winston or Derek carr i'm taking Derek carr hands down it's not even up for discussion so i don't understand why saints fans are salty one they got dennis allen who was his coach during his rookie season um two they got a couple of solid wide receivers out there and uh uh Gosh, I can't even think. My man from Ohio State, and then they got Mike Thomas, and they got Alvin Kamara. Like, he's got weapons, which is something that he really can't necessarily say he had. Uh, he had a, a, he's got better weapons, in my opinion, right now with the New Orleans Saints if Mike Thomas can stay healthy. Like, if Saints fans need to be mad, be mad at Mike Thomas. This dude's never on the field. How about that? Be mad at him. This dude's out here just straight robbing the Saints. You know, just ain't, ain't playing. He ain't played in like three years. Y'all want to be mad. Be mad at him. But the fact that y'all are mad at Derek Carr and some people are saying that Jameis Winston should have got a job. Like, huh? What? Where? Like, Jameis Winston was okay with the Buccaneers. He was okay with the Saints. Like, he's okay. I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, y'all, I guess, but I don't know what's what's the what's the solution. Would y'all want Jameis Winston back? Mr. 30 for 30? And I'm not talking about the ESPN movies. I'm talking about 30, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. I hear just gunslinging that thing. And 
I, I saw that, and, and, and the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, dang, I, if the Raiders, here's my thing, and I said this when I had uh, Jordan on the show a few weeks ago, I was like, yo, I'm, if you're going to get rid of Derek Carr, then bring somebody else better in here, and honestly, they did. the Raiders didn't do so, I'm just not me sitting there saying that I, I miss Derek Carr, but my thing was, if you're going to get Derek Carr up out of here, that's cool, I, I, I'm not mad at that, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but if you're going to bring somebody in the door, it got to be better than him, and the Raiders didn't do that, so... If you're the Saints and all you had was Andy Dalton and and uh, and, and, and Jameis Winston and uh, I can't even think of the dog Taysom Hill, who's not even a quarterback, but they swear up and down that he's a quarterback. If you got those people as your quarterback, I mean, you might as you ain't really got no choice but to get Derek Carr. And Derek Carr was practically going to be a New York Jet, and everybody was foaming at the mouth about how much of a good how much of a good setting that had been if Derek Carr got to go up to New York. If, if they didn't get the Aaron Rodgers deal to go through. So if the New York Jets were sold on trying to get Derek Carr, I don't understand why the Saints are so salty when they got their own issues as far as even trying to get players to stay healthy. Like, that's the part that's just scratching my head where I'm like, make it make sense, y'all. And, you know, people are like, well, Jameis Winston didn't get a job. It's not fair. Well, is it not fair that Zach Wilson ain't got no job right now? Is it not fair that Josh Rosen literally got ran up out the league after they the Cardinals drafted Kyler Murray when Josh Rosen was the second quarterback taken from that draft, second or third? He didn't even make it past that second year. Is it not fair that Sam Darnold didn't make it? And he's floating around as a low-key journeyman quarterback now? I'm just trying to figure out, like, what about Baker Mayfield? Like, Baker Mayfield got a raw deal where... They got the nasty man, Deshaun Watson, to play a quarterback for them for the Browns. And they was like, all right, cool, peace. Bye. We don't want you. Goes to Carolina. I think he gets hurt. Signs a waiver wire deal with the Rams and wins, I think, two or three games. One where he came off the street the day before and they just ran a couple of plays and they won a the game. So now he's in Tampa Bay. Pretty sure it's his last stop if he's not able to get another job, if he doesn't get this job. Same thing with Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold's on his last leg. Um, what's my man's name for the New York Jets? Now, if you want to talk about somebody who got shafted out of a deal, if they didn't get Aaron Rodgers, it's that guy. Uh, what's his name? White Mike? Mike White? That guy. Mike White. That guy balled out for the uh, for the Jets until he, some, what was it? He broke his ribs or something like that last season. Got hurt. They had no choice but to put Zach Wilson in the game. Um, And now he's with, I believe, Indiana, Indianapolis, something like that. So, it's not because Jameis Winston, <laughs> he's enough former number one overall bat draft pick. Okay, cool. But we, he's been in the league for a while. Baker Mayfield is on his last leg. If we keep him in the buck all the way, whenever Kyler Murray gets back, he about to be on his last leg very, very, very soon too. I don't give a damn what that new, new deal says. He's on his last leg where he might not make it past that deal. Um, especially how he looks next season. He'll probably get next season in the season, next season, and then the season after that, and we'll probably be seeing the end of Kyler Murphy. He'd probably be like, dang, I should have been playing for whatever team, the whatever city the uh, A's, the, uh, the Athletics will be playing in as far as baseball goes. He probably will be like, dang, I should have played there. But as far as all of that goes, yo, man, quarterbacks is, yo, y'all talk about quarterbacks, what have you done for me lately? Quarterbacks is a, is a tricky most shiesty job in all the sports. Hell, Tua Tungalavailoa, he might be out of a job next season. He can't stay healthy, okay? So, Saints fans, I don't understand why y'all mad all this. Like, what's there to be mad about? Y'all got a okay quarterback. 
You know what I'm saying? He's thrown for 4,000 yards a few times in the season. He's had, you know, he's had, I forgot how many umpteenth offensive coordinators he's had to go through. How how many head coaches? I think he's had four or five. Three off the top of my head. Four that I know off the top of my head. Jack Del Rio, John Gruden, Rich Passaccia, and uh, Josh McDaniels, uh, Dennis Allen. That's five. So I think he's had five head coaches and I think seven or eight offensive coordinators. Like, I don't understand what more do you want from homie. Okay, you know what I'm saying like y'all y'all out here saying that he ain't win no games, but I mean he's had eight offensive coordinators in his ten year career or something like that. Like that's like ain't learning eight different languages in the span of eight years. You try to keep up with that, it just don't work. So I don't know what the what I don't I really don't know why y'all mad. I mean y'all really thought y'all was gonna win the Super Bowl this year? Y'all really thought y'all was gonna be in the hunt? Crickets? Yes? No? Maybe so? I get it, y'all in the trash division where it's really up for grabs. Mm, let's see who's in it. Atlanta, <laughs> lol. Uh, <laughs> Tampa Bay, <laughs> lol. And then you got Carolina. Who? What they get? Uh, CJ Stroud. Oh no, they didn't get CJ Stroud. They got a homie, uh, Bryce Young. So I mean, you guys are probably in the worst division. So be that as it may, somebody got to win the division. Okay, y'all win at. Nine and what is it? Nine and eight. Y'all win the division at nine and eight if you're lucky. And then y'all gonna get smoked against whoever play who y'all play in the wild card. Whoever the NFC South division is gonna win, when that division winner is gonna get smoked against whoever they play in the wild card division. Well, I don't know who that would be, but it's probably gonna happen. Um, but yeah, I don't know why y'all. I, I don't get the anger. Like y'all, y'all really mad about the Derek Carr signing? Like, I guess it's only for two years. It's only for two years, man. So, um, yeah, that's doesn't really make any sense. But that's why they play the game, y'all. That is why they play the game. And, you know, it is what it is. But once again, you've been, you've been listening to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton. Like I said, this podcast is available on all platforms. Wherever you get your podcast from, make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Before we get up out of here, it's time to do the dummy of the day. Yo. I saw this article ooh, Saturday or Sunday, and I guess there was a provocateur who was clocking Brittany Griner at the airport in Dallas. And I don't know, you know, I guess he's one of these weird viral social media content people who likes to just stir the pot and try to get people to get to get people to act ignorant. And then when they try to put paws on them on, on when they when they when they doing everything, they want to go sue them talking about they they assaulting them and they got it on camera and. You know, it's almost like you can't do nothing because it's on camera. So if you sat there and put paws on this person, I mean, you're already on camera assaulting someone. So you really can't do nothing but sit there and take it like you at the zoo. And this person, I guess, was out here provocating Brittany Griner for whatever reason. Now, I don't, you know, I'm neutral about the whole Brittany Griner situation about, you know, her playing, her being, having the ability to even play basketball now. I'm neither here or there for it. However, what's done is done. She's out. She's hooping. I don't think she needs to be going through TSA getting heckled by some dude who has three followers on YouTube who wants to try to stir the pot and, and say whatever he wants to say. If you're that mad, you need to reach out to your senator, your, 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 the person you voted for in office. But it, it got me thinking. I was like, dang, bro. A lot of these people, these social media content folks that try to get all these things for likes, you know, trying to, trying to stir the pot. They doing too much, man. Like they, they, they if you, if there needs to be, I'm not gonna say there needs to be a law. 
Um, but there needs to be some type of some type of. Well, maybe it needs to be a law. Maybe it needs to be a law where, yo, if you out here, you know, you just can't be out here just thugging it out, just pulling your phone out, just recording any old Tom, Dick, and Jane. I'll be seeing these people on, on airplanes, seeing one girl sit here and wrap her hair up, but she slapped like she pretty much like whipped her hair around the entire seating area. And, you know, if I'm sitting next to you, you trying to do all that for the gram, I'm going to look at you all kinds of stuff. I was like, you couldn't do that before you got on the plane? So all these people that are trying to be social media sensations and know that a lot of these star athletes or famous people can't really do nothing because the moment they sit there and flash on you and rightfully so nine times out of ten i see it all the time in wrestling a lot of these wrestlers will be hopping off of planes and it'll be a whole bunch of these weirdos that be living under their mama's basements and you know who i'm talking about and that that if that description fits you yeah you one of them be sitting out there with your belly hanging out of your t-shirt with a whole bunch of funko pop dolls ready for your wrestler favorite wrestler to sign them just so you can sit there selling on ebay for three dollars and you'll be out here harassing these people the moment they sit there and flash on you or want to put them paws on you, you're going to sell that video for $10,000 to TMZ and then make that person look like a fool because they were just getting off the airplane from however many long, hour-long flight they've been on and you out here harassing them. It needs to stop. Like, it, it just needs to stop. So, that person who heckled Brittany Griner on the plane or at the airport, you're the dummy of the day. Like, let people live, dog. You, everything don't need to be on social media. Everything don't need to be caught on camera. And, yeah, man, y'all out here just wilding out. So, yeah, homie, you get the dummy of the day. Once again, you listen to the Sports Business Podcast. I am your host, Eric Compton. Hey, we've been rocking this out since... Ooh, we've been doing this show for four or five years now. I got to look up the dates. I want to say it's five. But I just want to say thank you to everybody that's been rocking with me since day one. I appreciate everybody that's been able to support the movement. I appreciate everybody that has done something as simple as liking my shows, my content, my Instagram videos, everything like that. For the bottom of my heart, I definitely appreciate y'all. Um, without y'all, there wouldn't be no, you know, sports business. Um, and I truly mean that. You know what I'm saying? This podcast has been able to grow from, you know what I'm saying? We're still an indie podcast, but the fact that iHeartRadio has put your boy on, Amazon Music put your boy on, all within the last 18 months. It couldn't have been done without y'all. So I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. But like I said, your boy, your boy, you know, he work, he, he play hard, but he got to work harder too. But it is time to play hard. Um, it's time for me to take my summer vacation, summer 2K23. You can follow me on Instagram at Monday Compton to see where I will be at this summer. You can follow me on the Twitterverse at Sports Business. That's S-P-O-R-T-Z-B-I-Z-N-E-S-S. You can also email the show. Like I said, email the show as far as if you've seen, you know, these Floyd Man with the exhibitions. But yeah, man, you know, it's time for your boy to clock out. Um, I might check out some Summer League this year. In fact, I am going to check out some Summer League. Wimby going to be out there, so I'm definitely going to get into that Summer League this year. Um, I might just dip in, maybe do like a two to five minute uh, show here and there. But yeah, man, it's time, you know, it's time to take a pause for the calls. Um, I, as much as I love baseball, I'm not going to lie to y'all. And this is me being completely transparent as opposed to other people that will try to fake the funk. As much as I love baseball, I don't think I can carry on a 30-minute show, 30 to 45-minute podcast show of just strictly baseball. That's not in my bag. Um, 
You know what I'm saying? And that's I, I, that's something I'd like to get better at. Like, I know the game of baseball. I know what's going on in baseball. But as far as being able to carry on a 30 to 45-minute show, that's a little bit of a reach to ask for your boy. Um, I know there's some boxing that's coming out later on this summer that's going to be cracking. Um, and we're going to see. But, yeah, you know, it's time for me just to chill, relax. I want y'all to chill, enjoy y'all summer. I feel like this is one of the first, you know, I'm saying, depending on where you've been at, you know, this is a good summer for everybody to just kind of chill out, you know, probably like our second real full-fledged summer where we can literally do everything we want to do. No restrictions, you know, everything opened up pretty much around the world. So I want everybody to be able to just chill out be safe um but like i just want to take this time out to just thank everybody man like it's, it's been it's been wild it's been wild to be able to do do what i've been able to do make this thing grow get a thing you know get it cracking and you know i i just want to say thank you to everybody so um we will be back late summer early fall we will be talking football and until then Y'all be safe. I love y'all and we are out.